Welcome back, family, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash we do it all. As always, I'm your host, John. Very happy to be here. We got my boy Trent in the building. How you doing, my dog? It's, it's, it's a bad Sunday for me, man, but I'm happy that I'm on a, another episode. Um, let's keep grinding. If y'all new, make sure you drop that sub, subscribe, notifications on, all that good stuff, because it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning, man. And, and, and you know what, my boy? I was actually looking at our analytics, my boy, and I'm seeing that 96% of people that's watching is not subscribed, man. So I'm going to need all 96 of y'all to go ahead and smash that subscribe button. I'm going to need all 96 of y'all to leave a nice comment down below and go tell your friend, tell your mama, tell your auntie, tell your cousin about it, man, because this uh, is the, po- the best podcast in the game, man. So with all, sure, all that's, sure. if all that's out the way, you ready to get into it, my boy? I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Today is Sunday, December 18th. Uh, for all the people out there that's time stamping us, man. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into it. We got some fun segments today. We're going to kick it off with the news segment, news, updates, and injuries around the league. Uh, got to kick it off with um, some huge news that broke just this morning. Uh, Anthony Davis expected to miss one month with his right foot injury. Um, huge, huge concern for the Lakers. But before we even get into it, Trent, talk to me. I know you big Russell, West, Russell Westbrook advocate, uh, so I know you're watching all the Lakers games. So talk to me how you think this is going to affect the Lakers season. Listen, Lakers fans, look at me. Look at me. Eye contact, all right? The season's over. I'm calling it now. Um, This happened last season where we lost our – LeBron hasn't got injured yet. But what this tells me is that LeBron's going to get a lot more minutes. LeBron's older, so when he starts getting a lot more minutes and back-to-back, that means an injury is going to happen most likely, and we're just going to be back in the same position last season. And everything is just going to be on, oh, well, we should have traded for traded Russ away, this and that, da da da. But at the end of the day, we knew they were never going to trade Russ, and it just comes up to the point where Genie and Palenka just don't want to trade for nothing. They had a chance to get Miles Turner and Buddy Hield, and they said, mm, let's not do it. So the season's over. Hopefully, we can stay maintained. But I mean, we're 12 and 16, 12 in the West. It's not looking good for us. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's not looking good, my boy. I mean, we all know, and, and I mean, the NBA community, we know if AD goes, the Lakers go. If AD doesn't go, the Lakers aren't going anywhere. I mean, we, we, we simply can look at uh, history, right? People always talk about, you know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. When AD played and was dominant in that 2020 season, what happened? The Lakers were outright the best team in the league and won our championship. Won exactly, right? And then the year, the last year when AD wasn't available because you know what's the best ability uh, what's the best kind of ability availability he wasn't ab- available what happened the lakers were dog poop man and honestly i think this is he- very concerning and i like the point that you bring up about lebron because lebron i mean he's, he's 37 about to be 38 at, here at the end of uh in a couple of days here in december so we cannot be putting a1 minutes on this guy he cannot be getting number one player on the team number one option on the team because then come playoffs when we need him to do that it is gonna be a, a, a shit show man so i just i feel bad for the lakers i but i'll, I'll say this though hold on, hold on but i will say this i will not go as far as you and say that the season is over because i think they they could play some catch-up after they could play some catch-up but i'll tell you this it is gonna it's gonna make it a lot harder and they're gonna have to really fight to even get a play in spite at this point listen 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 i, I that's just being a Lakers fan. You always have hope. <laughs> Let's be realistic. That's Let's true. just be realistic, 
right? We did win against the Denver Nuggets without AD, right? But that was just the second half, you know? Um, unless Thomas Bryant turns into uh, elite center and <laughs> these role players continue to play, solid every single game for that month, this team is doomed. Man, that's crazy, man. The margin of error for the Lakers now is going to be absolutely tiny. So, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. If it, players like Thomas Bryant and the and the, you know the rest of the Lakers bigs really got to step up and um and and come through here, but uh but let's get to another injury that a player is going to be missing unfortunately an entire month as well. And that is a uh, Stephen Curry, man. I mean, he got his shoulder injury. <laughs> Talk to me about, you know, some concerns and you know what what do you feel about that injury? I'm not going to say the thing is, right? I'm not going to say the Golden State season is over, guys. Because when you look at their team, at the end of the day, they've been playing together for a long, long time. They won several championships. They have Steve Kerr as a head coach. I think he can rally them up for that month. They have better depth than the Lakers. And at the end of the day, you still got Jordan Poole. You still got Wiggins. You still got Clay. You got Draymond Green and a bunch of young talent over there. So I feel like they can rally some wins up. But I do want to say that the last three games are 0-3. They're 14 and 16th and 11th in the you know Western Conference, you know, under – you know they're above the Lakers right now, so it's it, it's funny that both of their star play, both of our star players are out because we got to make a uh, a run to at least the sixth seed, and I do think they're gonna be solid, but they're gonna struggle too. They're gonna struggle, my boy. They're gonna struggle. I, I, honestly, I'll be real with you. My my concern level with that injury is pretty is pretty high. I'm not gonna lie because when you look at their current injuries, they got Wiggins hurt, Clay's hurt. Dre's hurt. I know I know some of these are day-to-days, but still, I mean, you taking out Wiggins, Clay, Dre, and Curry out the lineup, that's basically the championship roster. That's basically what got them to, 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 to the point that to the point that they are. And I think now the Warriors season is gonna depend on Jordan Poole. If Jordan Poole can be the player that he was last year when, when Curry went down for that for that stretch and he was he be, I believe he was like the best shooter, uh the best uh, three-point percentage in the league, if you can do that, they'll be able to keep up. But if Jordan Poole comes out the way he came out this season and he plays with inconsistency where he goes for like 25 one game and he goes for five the next, oh, no, I think the Warriors are going to – I wouldn't say they're doomed, but they're going to be playing way too much catch-up after, after Curry's back because teams are going to be striding. Teams are going to be going. And now Curry's going to have to come back and refill the hole of what, you know, whatever, you know, whatever they missed out. And I'll say this. If Curry really misses a whole month, and, and and this is this is at the absolute best, he misses a month. The Warriors are not be the top six seed. They're going to be a plan. They're going to be a plan. I could say this is a good thing and a bad thing for this team, right? They can, you know, they haven't had the greatest season. Let's be honest. After that whole Draymond Green situation, you can just tell the chemistry just hasn't really been there. Exactly. Um, but the reason why I said this could be a good thing because when you don't have your best player, you can rally as a team, and the role players. And with the role players stepping up, with Steph Curry coming back, that can help their team drastically heading into that playoff push. So the bad thing is they're nowhere near the top six seed and they're screwed or they say 500 around there and their role players continue to improve. Because if their role players continue to improve, this team is going to be another problem in the Western Conference because the West right now is not really a favorite besides the Pelicans. And, you know, they haven't really... Went to that finals. They don't really have that experience. So, Man, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I like, I like that take though, my boy. But hey, we, we gotta throw, show some respect to the Grizzlies. 
The Grizzlies been balling out right now. They ain't that number one seed. You, you're not a believer, my boy, or what's going on? What's the deal? Memphis, I love Memphis. I actually just bought a job Morant jersey not too long ago, man. Y'all, um, y'all see this right here. If you're I on see YouTube, it. You, if you're I on YouTube, it. you see it. <laughs> I definitely see it. But Memphis, to me, it's like, let's see when they get their players back. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Memphis. I think a lot of teams, like a 7C team could compete with Memphis, and that's concerning to me. Very concerning to me, depending on their seeding. Like, whoever at the seventh seed, I, you can't determine Cl- now. The Clippers is right now sitting in the seventh seed. So, save the Clippers were seventh seed. Clippers will win that matchup. Come on, brother. You don't believe that. No, 100% believe that. Clippers oh, will win that matchup. What? You think the 100%. Clippers is, the, the way The way that the inconsistency that, that the Clippers are in playing, you think that they're going to be able to outshine this young, hung, hungry Grizzlies team? Most definitely. Oh, that's crazy. Bro, listen, I, I, the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, he's starting to play a little bit more, which is a good sign. Um, I understand they're inconsistent, but at the end of the day, they have the two players on their team. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are better than John Morant. It, it's as simple as that. John, like, I understand Memphis. They play as a team. They play as a unit. So, like, that makes them collectively good. But Paul George and Kawhi Leonard been at the moments. They, they, well, Kawhi Leonard won a championship. You know, Paul George has has experience. Like, I'm gonna choose them. And I and to be honest with you, don't get me wrong. I love the coaching for Memphis, but Ty Lue is a great head, great head coach. Absolutely, so, I'll give that Ty Lue. Yeah, absolutely, I'll give that to Ty Lue. I got. I, I, you know what? You know, boy, you're right. Yeah, I, I. The the more the more I think about it, it may it, it makes some sense. But it will be a battle, though. It will be a battle. Grizzlies Grizzlies is definitely not laying down for that. It definitely would be a battle, but that's the thing about them. If you're a second seed, usually the first eight, the full one and eight, and then two and seven is supposed to be kind of like easy, easy matchups for you. Exactly. Memphis is not an easy matchup. We've seen that last year. They struggled against the Timberwolves in six. Memphis fans, if you have something to say, man, let me know. Let, let us know. Let us know, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't hate the player, hate the game. But uh, but all right, my boy, let's get into the last little injury uh updates for us to get into. This is a really big one, honestly. I think a lot of people slept on this, but Man, Maxi Kleber out with this hamstring tear. Uh, he's out indefinitely for a six to eight week. I mean, he, it says six to eight. It, it says indefinitely, but hamstrings are usually yeah. six to eight weeks. So, talk to me about you know how this really is going to affect an already hobbled uh, Mavs team. There's the reason why this affects it is because you know their main plan this off season was to have Christian Wood come off the bench, right? Um, with Christian Wood being a starter or just getting more minutes, Jason Kidd, his first couple of years for Dallas, we're not talking about when other coaching statistic stats, stuff like that when he's in Milwaukee, but as a Dallas head coach, he had a plan for this season and he always loves Dwight Powell and Maxi Kleba. Don't tell me why, because I think Dwight Powell is not the great, but the reason why I love Kleba is because he spreads the floor. You need bigs that spread the floor and he does that. And if y'all watch the playoffs, Kleba hit some big shots for this team. And I'm not saying Christian Wood can't do that, but you have it pretty much takes your bench unit out in a way because the Dallas Mavericks bench is not the greatest. You know, they're already not playing the greatest. So now it's it, it you have to move around the rotations and stuff like that. So I think this is a one of those injuries that a lot of people are not going to talk about because he's not big name. But for the Dallas Mavericks supporters and fans, they know this is a big one because. Nowadays, you need a big that can stretch the floor consistently. And we all know the defense focuses on Luka. Luka's going to do a nice pass. Back out to Kleba, top of the key, three, splash. 
you don't have that no more. Facts, bro. Facts, bro. And that's and that's why I really wanted to talk about this injury. I feel like a lot of people really are sleeping on how this is really going to affect a Mavs team that's honestly already struggling right now. They're sitting at the uh, they're they're sitting at the ninth seed. Uh, and I mean, yeah, you, you you talked about it from the rear, my boy. You talked about his ability to to to, to stretch the floor. I mean, players like Luca, players like LeBron, players just that, that have insane different that same IQ need shooters around them. You, they absolutely need shooters, especially in today's day and age where shooting is really what, you know, get, get, gets you over the hump. Uh, so, you know, I want to talk about some numbers that I've seen here. The Mavs are one in five without Maxi Clebray. So that, you know, shows to how much more, how much they've already struggled and then how much more they're going to. And then you, you talked about it too. You talked about Dwight Powell, right? Dwight Powell is, is not the answer at all. Like offensively, defensively, he's not the answer. Christian Wood, offensively, the answer. Defensively, we've all known Christian Woods' it, struggles have been well documented. His inability to play defense has not been, that guy. Not that guy. He's not that guy. It's, he's not that guy. He's not that guy. Exactly right. So Christian Woods' uh, inability to play defense has been well documented. So who does it, who does it come down to? It comes down to Maxi Kleber. And now you've lost a shooter and your somewhat true de- defensive liability. Oh, this is terrible. Mark Cuban. Must do Mark Cuban and, and 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 the GM and and the organization have to figure something out. If they don't, uh, honestly, they might lose Luca because I don't know if Luca's going to put up with too much losing like this. He's going to become the next Dame. If he does. You can see, you could see Luca's frustrated every single game. It's like he's not having fun. He's not having fun right now. And I seen this thing on Twitter. They were like, the Dallas Mavericks can are potentially wasting a lot. Like a a dude that's going to have a hell of a career at the end of the time is up, but. Dirk Nowitzki, and now Luka. Like, yes, I understand Dirk won a championship and stuff, but come on, man. Like, those rosters back in the days, they were elite. They were elite, and now you're about to waste another dude's prime in Luka because this team right now is just not good enough. I think the fun fact – not let me not say fun fact, hot take. Dallas will never make a Western Conference Finals with this roster. Even if they make a move, they're never going to make it. They need another star – dominant guard that can help Oluga. Absolutely, my boy. I don't even think that's I don't even think that's a that, that that's a hot take. I'm right there with you, bro. There's no way they make it to another Western Conference finals ever again with when there's teams like Memphis, Phoenix, New Orleans, uh even 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 if you could take the damn you could take the Clippers, you could take the Warriors, you could take all these teams that are even sitting sitting um sitting under them, but yeah, I'm 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 right there with you, my boy. I, I don't think that the uh, Mavs ever make it again, and we're gonna look back on that Jalen Brunson move and say, "Wow, you let a man walk, and that honestly caused you, you damn." I mean, it might have cost you Luca. It might have cost you Luca because if Luca loses for too long, he's not gonna put up with it. Y- you said it. You said it best. He's not giving players high fives. He's walking off the court. He's getting texts for yelling at his own teammates. So come on, man. It's it's not looking good over there in Dallas. It is not sure. looking good, man. But all right, all right, my brother. So that was uh, you know, just a quick little news, NBA uh injuries and update segments I wanted to get into. Um, so we got a, we, we got another segment that we we're we gonna kick off here, my brother. Uh so let's let's go ahead and get to that here. You know, NBA All-Star Weekend is, is coming up. Uh it's in here in February, and the voting uh, has just started uh, opened up here on December 20th. Uh so you know, in light of All-Star Weekend, I guess, you know, in, in the horizons coming up here. Uh, what I wanted to do is I wanted to get this uh, first time all-star segments, right? So 
I got a couple of, I got a, a really, I think, yeah, seven, eight players here who have a potential to be first time all-stars. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to read off, you know, some of their numbers. I'm going to read off why I think they should be an all-star. And then what I want you, and of course, you know, stop me midway. We could talk about it, add anyone else if you want. Um, and I want you to tell me at the end, you know, who, who do you really think has the best case to become this first time all-star? Is, is, is that cool to you, my boy? Fine with it. But before we start, let me say something. The all-star weekend, besides the all-star game, is just horrible. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's gone bad, man. It's gone bad. Ever since, uh, really, honestly, ever since the dunk contests have gone to waste after Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine, they just, they, it's just been bad, man. We just watching it for the all-star game. That, that's it. Sometimes a celebrity game. Celebrity game be funny sometimes. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But all right, man. So, so, that, so that's that, that's exactly what we're gonna get into, man. All star segment for the family at home. Let us know who is the first time all star that you think uh, should um, earn that notch this year. So, I'm gonna get into the first player, my boy, and that is a Portland Trailblazers own Anthony Simons. I mean, right now, 23 points per game, five five assists, three rebounds on 38 percent from the field and 45 percent from the uh, from from the field. Around, he's leading a top six team because right now they're they're setting the six in the six seed. So he's leading a top six team in points and assists. And I mean, Damon's been pretty inconsistent and out of, in and out of that lineup while Anthony Simons has really held it down and been a solid player. So that's that, 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 that that's the first player I got on here. If you have any thoughts, you feel free to stop me, my boy. You want to talk about anything? Simons is a bucket, man. Si- you know, it's funny because I feel like we, if you watch basketball in, just in general and you watch the Portland Trailblazers throughout the years, you can just tell that Simon just continued, continued to improve his game. Watch it from Dame. Because, I mean, Dame, when he's fully healthy, he's a top-tier point guard in this league. So, like, you can just tell he learned from him. Because Simon's has some abilities where, like, you see it in Dame. You know, I see some – there's some games I watched. Simon's had, like, six threes back to back to back to back. And I'm just like, is this Steph Curry? You know? <laughs> so, like, I, I love him. Not, not love him, literally. But I love him as a basketball player. And are you asking like is he gonna make it or you think he has a chance? Well, just I, I here I have a I have a list of players. So after I get through the whole list, uh, you let me know who has the who has the best chance. But for each player, you know, you, you can feel free to add any, any, any anything if you want. So I got some more players we'll run through, and then at the end, I want you to let me know out of all these guys, you know, who got the best chance. And of course, I can run it back here at the end. But next player that next player that I got here, my boy, that I think should have a very good shot, and I'm pretty sure you do too. You think he has a good shot. It's Tyrese Halliburton. I mean, right now, 19 points per game, 11 assists, four rebounds, two steals uh, on a ridiculous 38% from the feet, from the three-point line and 47% from the field. And uh, honestly, I had to give him his flowers for the one foul that he's averaging per game. Like, I, I, I'm always on basketball reference. I never see that. So definitely shout out to him for being uh, disciplined on defense. But I mean, you know, some other things that we could talk about with him is, I mean, he's leading the league in assists. We, I can confidently say he's the head honcho of that Pacers team and that Pacers team was expected to be dog poop this year. They were expected to be terrible, but except they've impressed a lot of people and they're sitting in the eighth seed. So Tyrese Halliburton, how do you feel about that? I'm not going to say too much because if y'all watched the last episode, you know how I feel about Tyrese or the episode before that. But Tyrese is that dude. I think he should make it. Like, I'm just going to answer it right. He's, he's the one that needs to make it. I love this dude. The fact that he's averaging one foul per game and all the minutes that he averages, leads a league in assists, he's carrying this terrible, terrible Pacers team. Shows a lot. 
Man, I'm not gonna lie. That 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 definitely shows a lot, and and, and that's facts, man. So hey, for the family out there, make sure y'all go y'all go check out the, the past couple episodes, man. We we done been talking about Tyrese for a minute, so make sure you check that out. But uh, but all right, my boy, let me keep pushing for the next player here. Another Blazer, another Blazer, man. We might mess around and maybe get two Blazers in an in in All Star game. Probably not though. But I got Jeremy Grant, man. Jeremy Grant could be a first time All Star this year. Twenty two points per game, four rebounds, two assists. Uh, he's been an ultimate pro, man. I mean, it, it, Dame's been in and out the lineup. He's stepped up from sometimes being the number two option to Anthony Simons. So sometimes he's number one option. He's a closer. He's a closer. I, I could say that personally as a Lakers fan. I've seen him close the Lakers a couple of times this year. And again, they're sitting at the sixth seed. Didn't think that uh, a team with Jeremy Grant as a you know two or three option in uh, sometimes on a night on a nightly basis one option would ever be on a sixth seed. So. Uh, might be stretching though. I, I I did see the facial expression. I know I know you didn't like that one, my boy. But Jeremy Grant, that's who I got. How you feel about that? No. <laughs> all I have to say, no. That's it. That's it. Just no. <laughs> no. no. Uh, all right. Hey, for the family at home, let me know. Let me know. Uh, am I am I tripping? Is 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 Trent tripping, man? Is he an all star or not, man? Bro, listen. For all the money this dude gets paid for, he better be playing like that, man. Like. It, when Dame is out, they expect Grant to be that guy. Like they need him to be that guy. Like I'm not discrediting what he, you know, what he's done this season, but no, he's in that forward position. It's just not happening. Oh man. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let me keep. Let me go ahead and keep it pushing, man, and uh, get to the get get to uh, the next player here. And I, I I'll be real. I'll be real. Out of all my players, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give it out. This is probably who I am. It would would if I could only pick one out of all these players, I'd probably pick this player. And it's got to be Lloyd Marketing, man. I mean, 22 points per game, eight rebounds, two, two assists per game. Oh, absurd. 41% from the three-point line, 52% from the field. The Utah, the, the All-Star game is in Utah this year. Last season, the man only had five double-doubles. This season, he already has 11. He is a massive reason as to why the Jazz have been able to have any success. I know that, that as of late, they kind of dropped off. They, they were sitting at the top of the West. Now they're sitting in the A seed. But... Come on, man. We didn't expect any of this from any Utah Jazz players. Lloyd Markin has been balling out, doing his thing. I think that with the game being in Utah this year, it would be robbery to not give it to somebody like that. Listen, for all the teams out there, you finally give a young dude a chance, an opportunity. Look what happens. Look what happens, man. Lloyd Markin's a boy, too. I'm not going to lie. I had Lloyd Markin last year on my fantasy. I was trying to get him this year, but... Hey, hey, I snacked off the board, so I couldn't, I couldn't get, I couldn't get him. Yo, what's your fantasy record, by the way? Yeah, oh man, my boy, I'm not gonna lie, I'm down bad right now. I'm not gonna lie, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the last seed. But listen, check this out. That's because I drafted Kawhi Leonard, and you know who else I drafted? Brandon Ingram, and you know who else I drafted? Wendell Carter. That's three players right there who just been sitting in injuries. Who I, I traded Kawhi. As a matter of fact, I traded Kawhi. The man's not playing back to backs, so. I, I, that was a mistake. Man. I'm five a- and I'm five and three, man. First year doing uh, fantasy basketball. Um, I have Jaw. Listen, look at my guards. I have Jaw Morant, Tyrese Halliburton, and De'Aaron Fox. Oh my god! That, I'm not gonna lie. You got you 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 got a nice a nice a uh, nice guard team. Uh, how, how's I, your how's your how's your, how, how's your how's your record looking? I'm five and three. Um, five and three. I got Siakam and Scotty Barnes, but I'm, I I don't like Scotty. And then Bobo, I got Bobo too. I picked him up in free agency. Yeah, but hey, Bobo, uh, if if you met if you if you mess around, and get him on the right night, 
he might go off for you for real, man. Because yeah, Bobo, so. Bobo could really do it, man. But yeah, I'm I'm um definitely struggling right now in that in that fantasy. But um, that is to be to be determined. I I hope I'm gonna get a win this week. So <laughs> let's keep it pushing here, my boy. And uh, next player here, this one out of everyone has great numbers, but played the least amount of games. That's got to be Desmond Bain, man. Uh, 24 points per game, four rebounds, four assists, 45% from three-point line, 46% from the field. Numbers are great, but it's only played 12 games. Sitting in the number one seed, is that enough for you? It's not enough, but if you would have, if he never got injured, he was definitely going to make it. That streak he was on this whole season of just knocking down threes, being honestly probably the best player on the team besides Jaw, just shows a lot. It's unfortunate that he'd been out for a month with like a foot injury, I believe, but a toe injury, I believe, somewhere around there. But yeah, no, nah, it's not enough. Man, yeah, I, I, I was going to say the same thing. I mean, his numbers are great, but, but, but his, he honestly has the highest scoring average out of all these players, except the next one I'm going to, I'm going to list. Um, but he just hasn't played enough games. I mean, said it at the top of the pod, the best, the best kind of ability is availability, man. So I'm, I'm going to live and die by that. But my next player here, my boy, that it could be a first time all-star this year. And besides Louis marketing probably has the greatest shot. Got to be SGA 31 points per game, six assists, five rebounds, two steals, 50% from the field and 93% from the free throw line. His last couple of games. Let me read this off right here. 42 points, 35 points, 27 points, 35 points, 23, 31. If he keeps playing this aggressively, I know he's a 13th seed. I don't see how he doesn't get in. Listen, the segment's already over. I already have my choice. I already have my choice out of all these players, man. Listen, SGA is elite. Like, put respect on SGA's name. Like, right now, he's playing a top five point guard. Top five point guards. He is Balling, man. Balling. Like, it's crazy because if the OKC didn't have SGA, this rebuild wouldn't be looking as good as we expected, to be honest with you. Because, you know, Giddy's eye, Lou Dort's Lou Dort. And then there's just a bunch of, like, solid man role players. You know, SGA is the reason why OKC is an OK team. But give credit to SGA right now. He needs to be in an all-star game. If he's not, I would not watch this week all-star event. Okay, so 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 when you say that the, you know the the segment's over, you picked your player. You're saying your player is SGA, or you're going with Tyrese? No, I gotta go SGA. Okay. You gotta go SGA. Okay. I, I love Tyrese, but man, SGA has been balling. It's been balling, and and I, balling. I'm not gonna lie. I I, I kind of just had this thought right now in my head as I was gonna ask you, like, okay, but what about you know the does the winning, you know, does the winning affect you where Tyrese is winning a lot more? But I, 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 you know, was thinking to myself right now, I just basically rebuttaled my own point that I think all-star game sh- winning shouldn't matter as much. Cause I think it's more of, you know, the individual performance when you come into MVP, then it should matter. Cause as an MVP, you should be helping your team win. But if it's just all-star game, I don't think that, you know, numbers, I don't think winning should matter as much. Well, like MVP discussion. How you feel about that? Yeah, no, winning doesn't matter at all for like all star games and stuff like that. Now, when we're going for like individual awards, that matters, especially like MVP and stuff like that. But like you, um, but no, because if that was the case, if winning mattered, the all star game would kind of be whack. To be honest with you, like do you have your your top two? Because like say example, right? Say the Clippers, um, uh, they they're losing a lot of games. That means you miss on Leonard, Paul George. Say the Lakers. Are losing a lot of games. You're gonna be missing on Anthony Davis, LeBron James. Like if that mattered, that would just be horrible. 
It, right. it wouldn't be good for the event. They, you know, the NBA is losing views already, so, like, it just wouldn't be great for all at all. So, put SGA in that All-Star game, and I'll take he's going to win the MVP Ooh. for the All-Star game. For the All-Star game. Ooh, that's a hot take for you, man. That's a hot take for you. Fresh off the press, man. Listen, he's going to put OKC on notice. SGA could put OKC on notice. Hey, you know what's crazy, though, my boy? We think back to that Paul George and uh, SGA trade. I mean, that sent SGA. We the Clippers could have had a player like SGA, and man, for the development that he had, who it would have been looking good. Yeah, the the Clippers they wanted to win that. Like their owner, I love their owner. I love like how he's always at their games and stuff like that. But they're like, no, we got to win now. Like I'm tired of losing. So they made that move, and sometimes you just got to be patient. He didn't want to be patient, but I mean, you still got Paul George at the end of the day. Man, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a big believer of you, you do what it takes to go for the championship window. I mean, I, I constantly talk to, you know, the, the homies about um, about that a Anthony Davis trade. They, oh, the Lakers traded away all these players da, 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 and now they suck. Well, it's like they got a championship out of that. Do you do you realize that? Right. So, like, I think if you could get one championship, no matter the trade, it's worth it. I mean, see, this is a good thing to talk about because. I'm 50-50 on it. Like, yes, I want to win a championship, but, like, you got to think about it. Like, all right, you win a championship? Let's be honest now. You're a Lakers fan. Lakers are never going to win a championship ever again. Okay, come on. Relax with never. No, they're never going to win it. Yo, I mean, by the time, like, they, oh, they'll probably win it, like, when I'm 50. No, like, bro. No way. No, bro. bro. Lakers are The Lakers are a marquee franchise, bro. You don't think, the, bro, the Lakers can land one big free agent and, boom, everything changes. Everything who are they going to let? Listen, who are they going to let? Y'all was talking to my friend about this the other day. When these players are done, Anthony, I mean, when LeBron's done, um, KD's done and Steph is done, right? Obviously, there's going to be another player coming in town, right? And I honestly think the NBA is banking on Victor to be that next franchise to run the whole NBA with Giannis and Luka and stuff like that, right? But if the Lakers can't win with LeBron now, what like what do you think they're gonna do? Like, but, dude, but it's not just LeBron though. But but and and and, and 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 we all know that it's not just LeBron. It's Le, it's LeBron. It's his terrible roster construction. It's it, it's the fact that we have Rob Palinka still refusing to make deals. It's the fact that we have Genie Buzz. Right? Shout out my shout, shout, shout out my big brother. My big brother is a big Lakers fan, and he put me on game with some. He was telling me like a, a lot of these owners, right? Like Steve Ballmer or or some of these other owners that that got different money coming in like they are not tripping i'm not gonna say they're not tripping but their main income is not the clippers or their main income is not basketball like steve bomber used to be the damn owner of microsoft or something like that uh so they have income coming in genie bus on the other end this is all that the bus family does the bus family don't have nothing else all they got is this lakers team that brings them in a gang of money but I'm sure they spend a gang of money as well, too, though. So I'm thinking a lot of the times Genie Bus probably does moves that's like, okay, well, I'm just going to hold us up financially because this, this is all we got. And then you bring and then you do dumbass moves like how the, the, this roster has been constructed. Look, I'll agree. The Lakers are looking bad right now. They're looking real, real bad. And if you can't win without LeBron, it's who are you going to win with? But I think once LeBron either goes to, another, goes to follow Bronny or gets the hell out of L.A., if we can get another guard in there and Anthony Davis steps up, the Lakers could be right back on top, man. You just got to put listen, role players around them. Listen, listen, listen. We keep saying they got to put role players around them. We got to add this and that. What have they done the last two seasons? We keep expecting Rob and Genie to do this and that. And every single season, 
they continue to disappoint. We're what we're about like 12 and 16 right now. You expect them to make a move already. What have they done? Nothing. I do give them credit with the mid-level exception. They they get some good players off the monk and Lonnie Walker. But besides that, it's not a bunch of minimum vet, vet players. And and I also do want to say when Russ's contract does get off, it may help them out a lot. I'm, it's going to help them a lot, free up a lot of cap space. But they committed to LeBron, and LeBron's like, he wants to see something in return, and they just haven't done it yet. It's still early in the season, but the last two seasons just have been disgracing. If LeBron leaves, you think Anthony Davis wants to stay? Ah, see, that's on Lakers. That's on Rob to convince him by bringing it by by bringing players. That's on. I think Rob is the first problem. Let's get Rob out the door. Let's get Rob out the door. That's that, that's the first thing to fix this Laker issue. Because yeah, I agree. I, I'll say this: Lakers don't win another championship if Rob stays as this GM. Not happening. Not happening. But. All right, my boy. Let's get to the last player here for the for the uh, first time All Star segment. De'Aaron Fox been balling out, man. This is a real feel good story to me. I'm not gonna lie to you because I was starting to, in my opinion, I was starting to come up with like, oh, all right, De'Aaron Fox is just a Devin Booker ass player. But like before Devin Booker started winning, you just score for no reason. You're just good for no. You're not even winning games. So why, like, why does it matter? Right. That's that. That's what I was starting to think of De'Aaron. But no, this year they changed that around. The Kings are starting to do something. Uh, me and my girl, sometimes we'd be, we'd be going up there to Sacramento to go to some Kings games. It's like four dollars. But now yeah, the tickets, not? now the tickets price is starting to go up, man. So exactly. that's so, all. That's all. As, as y'all saw De'Aaron, man, 22 points per game, five rebounds, six assists on 49 percent from the field. And uh, he's getting his, he, he's never been a good shooter, but. Right now, shooting an impressive 34% from three-point line. To be honest with you, I love I love Fox. Not only the reason I love Fox is he's on my fantasy team, but <laughs> I, Fox is a bucket. Like, you know, the Kings, they, like, he is their future. And I feel like so many times, like, they just haven't built a, a well roster constructed around him. And they finally did it, at least for now, right? And um, they're doing good, man. Like low key moves like Kevin Herter and like low key moves like Malik Monk is making his team look good. And Darren Fox is just being Darren Fox like he always been. But, you know, no one really paid attention to it because, like you said earlier, they were losing so much, you know. Damn. But at the end of the day, though, right, SGA out of all those people is most likely to make it to the all star game. Oh, OK. My, so, so my boy is going with SGA. Let's see. And let me just let me just remind the family at home listening. The players were Anthony Simons. Tyrese Halliburton, Jeremy Grant, Lori Marketing, Desmond Bain, SGA, or Garen Fox. And I, I like that segment, man. You like that? You like that uh, segment all the way? You like yeah, that? That, that's a smooth segment. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I like it. Y'all, I, y'all let us know in the comments. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Honestly, um, I don't uh, let, let me give my final answer here. Final answer. Final mm-hmm. verdict right here. Let me mm-hmm. go with. Um, you know what? You know what? I'm going sta- to stand on my ground. I'm going to go with what I went with at first. It's got to be Laurie Marketing, man. It's got to be Laurie Marketing. 22 points, eight rebounds, those two assists, a ridiculous 41% from, from, from the three-point line. He's doing his thing. Uh, Utah games in, is in um, – all-star games in Utah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to Laurie Marketing. I'm going to give it to Laurie Marketing. I respect it. I respect it. I respect it for sure. But for, the, for, the, for the family at home, let us know. Let us know who, who is the player. Is it Laurie Marketing? Is it SGA? Is it somebody else, man? Let us know. Uh, but that, that was that was a fire little segment of my boy. What, what, I like what it. I like you got it. here for us. Listen, let me say something. This is not really. This is just a little rant rambling right now. But yo, did you see that Jordan Clarkson and Kaminga? I know it was a few week, uh, like a week ago or so. 
when they were like when he squared up to him and they yeah. squared up to him. Yo, guys, who do y'all think if that would have happened? Who do y'all think would have won that? Kaminga or Clarkson? Yeah, I'm taking Kaminga, boy. Kaminga looked like a, a a beast out there. He looked like he just be in the weight room, just one of them hella strong athletic people. It's funny because Kaminga, you know those people that just be laughing when you when the other people serious. Those are the people that you have to watch out for. Like you laugh. <laughs> I mean, and I'm serious. I know. Let me back up real quick. <laughs> Man, facts, bro. Yeah, people like that. Like that, that, that they they know in the back of their mind. Like, oh yeah, I, I I I got that shit on me, man. I'm not really tripping. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Man, man. Well, all right, all right, my boy. Uh, but yeah. So that was a that was a fire little first time All Star uh, segment to get into. Um, and now we gonna get we gonna get get to the next segment here, my boy. What you what you got here for us? All right. So this is the segment that I came up with, and. A lot of people love talking about who got the brightest future and who got not the best future, you know? So choose two teams that have the brightest future. You can choose as much as you want, but I said two for the, you know, make it too, too, too long. And then choose two teams that don't have the brightest future. Let me just say mine, and then you can go and explain and go in details and stuff like that. All right? yep. So my two teams, let me go for the teams that don't have the brightest future. And I made some little, you know, this one's going to be interesting. So the ones that don't, are OKC, and I'm going to explain, and the Charlotte Hornets. One, Charlotte Hornets, they're doomed. They just have LaMelo Ball, and to be honest with you guys, if you've seen LaMelo Ball's last two, um, how he played the last two games to get into the playoffs, John, you know, come on, man. Bad. 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 Looks lazy. Looks like he's not learning yeah. money's and mistakes. It's like, it's like he's like, I made it to the NBA. I got all this money. I, got, I, I can get all the females in the world. I'm chilling. You looks know, like the, the Hornets team looks like that. Honestly, yeah, they're just chilling. I, yo, and I'm sorry we did an episode with a Hornets fan last, you know, last episode. I'm sorry, man. But y'all just trash. But the reason why I wanted to put OKC, sorry if I was too loud. OKC is in an interesting position right now, right? We just talked about Shea the last uh, segment, right? But what I would say, how many of these draft picks have they really, really? Bet on and and like I said earlier, you do have to give these players time, but this could be one of this could really come up to one of the biggest disappointment in NBA history because um they have so many draft picks, so much, and their draft pick and Chet missed the whole season this year through an injury, and for a for a rookie player to miss in uh the whole season with an injury like that he had, it's concerning because the first season is going to take time to get back. And then now you're really just banking on the second season to see if he improves and improves. Like, I love Giddy. I love Trey Mann, but is Trey Mann an all-star? Like, he's not. Like, Darius Baisley. Like, they had players over there, but they just haven't turned out to be that great yet. So those are my two teams that I don't think have the brightest future. And OKC, they could. they could, But right now, those draft picks are just not playing out good. Man, all right. So if we starting off with who doesn't have the brightest future, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm gonna definitely side with you for the Hornets. I mean, it, yes. I, as a whole, I mean, it just looks bad. Um, when, when we did have Sam on the episode, excuse me, when we did have Sam on the episode, uh, you, you, you even told him, I, I, you, you brought up one great point that I honestly it's been stuck with my head. It's like that whole Hornets team. Just has a childish mindset. That literally. whole Hornets team is literally like, oh, we're NBA players. We got money. We're going to do whatever we want. It's like, bro, you you didn't get put here so you can live a life like a child that's not in the NBA. Like, bro, step it up 
and be a, a grown adult and do your job. Do your job. And um and honestly, yeah, the Hornets has been been bad. And you take yeah, you take out Miles Bridges because of it because of the situation. Even if you put Miles Bridges back on, bro, we just saw team that team. Sucks. That team still sucks. I mean, yeah, exactly. like come on, man, like yeah, for real, bro. So yeah, the they, Hornets they need a they need like uh the Lord to come down and, and coach them or something. Nah, for even if Miles Bridges was there, they probably have like what four or five more wins. They, they and they would still have a early yeah. exit. Early exit. Terrible. So. Terrible. Yeah, I'm definitely with you for that. And then I'm not gonna go OKC, but I do like I, I do like your 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 choice for OKC. But I'm gonna go a different direction. I'm gonna go with the Wizards. I'm gonna go with the Wizards because I mean we know their roster simply just isn't enough with with what they have. Uh, Bradley Beal is just simply content with just getting money. He don't even want to win. He's just like I just just pay me, and I don't care what you do. Just pay yeah. me. So he not gonna move as long as as long as he getting paid. I think they're gonna. They, they, I don't know if they're going to make the decision to to fully, you know, try to go, go into tank mode or, or a rebuild mode. I think they're going to end up, unfortunately, staying in the same position that Portland did, which was just purgatory for damn near all yeah. of game and CJ's duo career. Oh, yeah. This is me just say one more thing. Right. Um, Yeah. Their their picks haven't played out well either. Denny Avdia. Where has he done? And um, what's his name? Um, Johnny Davis. He looks terrible. Terrible. Doesn't, doesn't even look like an NBA player right now. Honestly. Terrible. So like they 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 can't draft and and they they paid Bradley Beal all this money. Yeah. It, they're stuck. They're stuck. And and, and and Kuzma wants and Kuzma is looking like I don't know how true it is, but it looks like he wants out. He doesn't want to be there. So they're they're screwed. They're building off they're going to try to build off Beal and Brzingis. For what? Like and we all know Brzingis is <laughs> we all know. This is this is this is a rare season for Porzingis. He's having a good one, man. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not buying the Porzingis train. Um, but all right, my boy. Let's let, let's talk about the, the the two teams with the brighter future. Who do you who do you think that is? Uh, you go ahead. I got the Pelicans and the Magic. Ooh. So I got the, the Pelicans too. Okay. So we don't really got to explain that, right? Yeah. We, yeah, we, we just, know what they're doing. They got, but Magic is because Paolo, he's the only one so far that looks like a superstar or a star. You could say star. How did Jabari Smith and Jaden Ivey? You got um, Franz Wal- uh, Wagner. I think that's his name. Franz. Franz. Yeah. Yep. A lot of people don't talk about him, but I honestly think he may be the best player in the draft class. Cool. That's and then I you think. got Cole, Cole Anthony. And then if Suggs can turn out to be solid, that's going to be good for them. Don't forget Markel Fultz and don't forget Bobo. Facts. That team, look, that team, I've I've always been saying that team hands down has the most draft capital. Like if you want uh, they have the most like I guess capital to be able to move players if to 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 teams that are like they're okay, let's just go tank, let's you know, let's just buy into the future. If you want to do that, go hit up or, or Orlando and you go find a deal because they just got players on their team. Yeah, I mean, we we didn't even talk about players like RJ Hampton, who I think players like that, like you there's no way they have too much good they have too much talent too much young talent on that team they're gonna have to break up or like there's only one ball there's only one ball so that 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 orlando magic team i love your answer for that uh go ahead talk to me what was you gonna say no no for sure that's what that's why i chose them um i'm just excited to see like their improvements every single season every single season and potentially they're gonna be a playing team man all right all right I, I, i love that answer my boy but i went a different direction i'm not gonna lie to you my boy I went in the direction of this team's already doing good right now, but the Cleveland Cavaliers, man. I mean, you got all this great young talent in Mobley, in Garland, in 
I mean, Jared Allen's not even old, not even that old himself. You have a player like Donovan Mitchell, who he's not young, but he's been in the league for some time now. He know he he knows the ins and outs of this league. He's not just just oblivious to the fact. But I mean, what I'm really harping on here is Evan Mobley. I I I've been caught on camera. I've been emailed. I've been uh, tweeted this. I think Evan Mobley is gonna be a league MVP in five to four years. Five to four years, Evan Mobley will be a league MVP. Do you hear what I'm saying, my boy? Wow. And I and and but because when you look at it, he is the prototypical NBA player from what the for, to what the NBA is is, is 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 progressing towards. A big that can shoot, that can pick and roll, that can lob that, that can lob option, that can defend in the perimeter, that isn't just no scrub and a low block. He could do it all. So I know this sounds crazy, but four to five years. Come back on it and check it. Check, check us out, and you go see Evan Mobley as the, holding up that uh, my, what is it, the Michael Jordan Trophy now? That's what it's called now. Yeah, I know they like got that. some new, they got <laughs> some new trophies. That was it. So you you really just said a hot take, and guys, family out there, man, I really want you to know. Well, I want you to see your opinion on John's take because that's that that's ins- I'm I'm kind of speechless. I don't really know what to say about it. Like I love his potential. I, I honestly think he he fits perfect with that Cavaliers team, especially. You know, with a with Jared Allen over there and stuff like that too. But an MVP, you know, you often don't see it. Like you had Nicole Yo- um Jokic. I always get confused with Jovic, but you had Nicole Jokic win MVP. But bigs don't really win MVPs nowadays, you know? And I, I feel you. I feel you. Bigs don't so that, win MVPs. That's why it's a hot take. So John could prove us wrong in the next four to five seasons, or he can look not the smartest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what I'm saying, man. So, hey, if I if, if I hit on this, I'm coming back and I'm playing it. But if I don't hit, I'm I'm I might delete the episode. Or something. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny, <laughs> man. But I but all right, y'all. So uh, so that that was that was a super fun segment. Uh, appreciate you, my boy, for coming up with that great segment here for us. And uh, la- last segment that we got here is uh, you know, get some some games review, man. So let's go ahead and get into that. Um, you know, we're, we're each gonna highlight one game that. We really, we really like from this uh, this past week. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off uh, start us off here with uh, the game that happened on Friday, December 16th. And that was uh, the Lakers beating the Nuggets 126 108. Man, I mean, this was a really close game. Uh, Eleven lead changes. Uh, both teams really played great. Like coming into this game, I was really excited because I was like, man, AD versus Jokic. This is probably one of the really the best matchups as as bigs that you could see in the league. And in the first quarter, man, I got all that I wanted and more. AD had 10 points. Jokic had 10 points. They were going at it. And then the second quarter, I mean, it was pretty similar. AD flopped. AD, 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 uh, AD flopped. Jokic flopped. They both uh, scored under four points. But their second options for both respective teams stepped up. LeBron had 11 points. Austin Reeves had 11 points. Aaron Gordon had a big second quarter. He had, he had, he had 12 points. But then in that, in that second quarter, man, I mean, we kicked off the show talking about Anthony Davis's injury. That's when it happened, man. AD went up and, you know, came down like, like awkwardly on that right foot. Halftime, he, he tried to come back in the game, you know, but then halftime came around. He never, you know, uh, ended up coming back out. And uh, that really ended up lighting a f- fire in the Lakers' butt because the Lakers ended up going on a, on a 17-4 and run in that, uh, in that third quarter. And, I really want to give a, a lot of respect and a lot of praise to uh, Thomas Bryant because here now that and now that AD's out, uh, he's going to get a lot of playing time. So he's probably going to catch a lot of hate. But before he before he catches that hate, I need to give him some love for his performance that he had last night, man. Because 
in the second quarter. I mean, the, the, the Lakers, and especially Thomas Bryant, just out-hustled uh, Jokic, uh, out-rebounded out Jokic. And this wasn't just Thomas Bryant. This is that team, Lakers team as a whole. Uh, in that second half, Jokic, uh, had, uh, Jokic had, had 13 points, four rebounds on 40% from the field to Thomas Bryant, 16 points, six rebounds, 77% from the field, man. Um, I think that simply, man, all, all that, that happened is once AD went out, I just think that that lit something on the Lakers' butt. And that third quarter, they ran off of the game. And in the fourth quarter, they outscored the Nuggets by 12 points and, you know, simply wanted it more and, 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 and got the dub. So that, that was a great game to see here. Uh, I don't know if you if, I don't know if you're able to check that one out, my boy, but do you have any thoughts from that game? Yeah, no, nah, I definitely did check out that game. And I'm kind of disappointed in you, man. I'm not going to lie. Like, you, you gave everybody credit. And you and you didn't give credit to the person that the reason why he had that much points. Thomas Bryant played great because of one specific person, and you didn't give him a shout out or any credit or anything like that. The goat, it's Westbrook. Like, what you, 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 what's up with that, John? Like, you, yo, listen, Westbrook had an on and off game, but I know this: the plus minus, he was plus 20, 20 bro, plus twenty, bro. So you got to give him credit for that because. Thomas Bryant isn't one of those players or he could score on his own. No, Russell Westbrook set him up for half of those buckets. So it's disappointing that you didn't put him in there. But no, you're right. I definitely, you're right. Did, I, I, I definitely did check out that game. And it was, it was a smooth game. I'm going to be honest with you. But shout out, out Bron too. 30 point game. That, it, damn near about to be 38. Shout out you know, I, I don't give no shout outs to LeBron because it's just it's, it's, it's just it's LeBron. You're used to this. You know, it's <laughs> not like. Shout out to LeBron for putting 30 points up for the 700 times, 700 times. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's whatever. But, you know, this game may not be too, too interesting, but I want to cover it because I covered a team on one of my main cha- – on one of my second channels of the Miami Heat. And it wasn't a, it wasn't an interesting game. It was just Miami Heat versus the Spurs. But the reason why I want to bring this up to you guys is because Miami Heat coming into this season, you know, people – they they ran it back, you know. They they ran it back, you know. They kept the same roster that they had, which, man, I'm, I'm super disappointed in Pat Riley for doing that because this team, the, the, the structure wise, it's not great. They don't really have much money, you know. They're filled with a bunch of contracts of Laurie and Duncan Robinson, which you can't really get off, you know. But this team somehow is surviving because this whole year they dealt with a bunch of injuries of their main players: Tyler Harrell, Jimmy Butler, Bam, Max Drews. The list continues to go on and on and on. But the last four games, they are currently on a four-game winning streak, and they're finally above 500. They're 16 and 15. And the reason why is because everybody's healthy now. You got Tyler Harrell healthy, who the last two games, the last three games, you can say, has been playing bonkers. I mean, he has a 40-point game, a 30-point game. You got Jimmy Butler back, which, you know, he's there. If you have no Jimmy Buckets team, it's like no one really cares for Miami Heat, let's be honest, right? Then you got, bam, that big three is fully healthy, and then you just have their role players finally stepping up. And I do want to give a shout-out to Victor Oladipo. I feel like we haven't talked about Victor Oladipo on this podcast because, you know, Victor, you know, throughout the years it's been like on and off, but he is an important key role player to this Miami Heat team just because the fact is the team's not that deep at all. And offensively, he's not playing good, but – We've seen it during that Celtics series and Miami series, I believe last year or two seasons ago, one of those, that he played great defensively. So he's playing great defense right now, and he's being a good, solid point guard coming off this bench. So I want to give shout out to this Miami Heat team. I want to give credit to Spo for keeping his team alive because this team was 
in the woodworks. A lot of people is like, it's time to go in rebuild mode. It's time to trade Jimmy and this and that. But, you know, the last four games, yes, it's not against good teams, but it's against, you know, they're not good teams at all, let's be honest. But the, the Heat will lose these games, though. You know, the Heat lose these type of games against the Pacers. They will lose that. Against the Thunder, they will lose that. Rockets and Spurs, like, those are not great teams, but... It's like kind of like the Lakers. The Lakers kind of need a schedule like this just to get their record uh, up there. And it came at a perfect time for the Miami Heat. Now they're getting momentum. Watch out for Miami and the Eastern Conference. I'm telling you now, watch out for them. Pat Riley is a winner. And I honestly think he knows he made a mistake during the offseason. He's going to make a big move before the trade deadline. Man, hey, I really I really do hope that Pat Riley makes a, makes a big move. Because that was that was a big L letting PJ walk. That was a a, a, a massive L. I'm not gonna lie to you. It, to be honest with you, John, you know what's crazy about letting PJ walk? I was upset during the offseason, but I'm not upset no more. You know the reason you know the reason why? PJ Tucker looks washed on the 76ers. And the 76ers fans probably could could test. He looks he looks washed. He looks bad. Caleb Martin. I don't know if he watched the Heat too much, but Caleb Martin has improved his game offensively, and it's 10 times better than P.J. Tucker. We know P.J. Tucker is not known as an offensive player. He's more known as a veteran, a leader, and plays great defense, always on one of the top-tier scores in the league. But at this point, I don't want to give P.J. Tucker $30-plus million just for him to be meh, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm excited that—I'm not excited, but I'm, I'm happy that we didn't sign him to the contract. Unless he wanted that one-year deal— a cheap little deal? Why not bring him in? But he wanted that big contract because he knows this is his last year making big bucks ever again. You know what? I, I I'll give that to you because he has been playing like booty and he do look absolutely washed in uh in in uh in in uh in Philadelphia. But I think that it he would have stayed in the same role that he played last season at the Heat, and I think he would have just 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 continued in it. But I will say this: it's better to get younger and put it and put a and put like a player like like the Martin Twins in there versus then keeping a player like like PJ. So uh, I feel you, my brother, and I, I feel you how you know you could not be too mad on that. Um, but I, I want to ask you something, you know, because you know you do got that you know that that, that Miami Heat second channel, and you know for 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 all the family, make sure y'all go check that out, man. That's gonna be in a, in a link in the description down below. Link, damn, I can't talk right now. It's gonna be linked in the description down below. Make sure you check out the Miami Heat channel, man. But basically, what I was gonna ask you, my boys. Okay, look, man, I, I, I'm going to come out and be honest here. I've never, even when the Heat were the number one seed, I never were like, wow, the Heat are contenders. They've always been fake contenders to me. They've always been fake. This season, I, they, yes, they've been struggling to play together, get some continuity. But like how you said, when they do play together, when they got their, when they got their team there, Tyler Hero has really stepped up. Bam is Bam. Jimmy is Jimmy. We know what 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 the what the Heat role players do. They 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 love they embody the Heat role player um, stigma. But what I want to ask you is, with teams like the Celtics, the Cavs getting better, like the Brooklyn Nets again rising up, they're sitting at the fourth seed. The Milwaukee Bucks still being the Milwaukee Bucks, can the Heat finish as a top six seed? Yes, and the reason why I say that, and. The reason why I say that is because we haven't since we got a full. Well, I don't say full sample, but the last games, the last four games have shown me a lot of this Miami Heat team. And you got to think about like this, right? The role players in the beginning of the season were 
they their role had to change it to be a star slash starter because their injuries was just piling up. Now that the role players can be the role players like a Max Struess, you know, when Gabe Vincent comes back, uh, Haywood Highsmith, uh, um, Nijovic, who's a rookie over there. When these players can play their role, Orlando Robinson, and the stars just be stars, this team could compete with anybody. And it's crazy that we haven't even talked about it, but Kyle Lowry, yes, he is not that good anymore, but he's still a player that goes out 110 He's a vet. He's a he goes 110 percent. Even if we you don't like him or not, he always does it. Leadership. He won championships. There's a reason why they brought him in. And I understand he played awful in the postseason. Awful. But he's having a solid year this season. So with your big three stepping up and a wild card of Kyle Lowry with your role players, I definitely think they could be a top six seed. Currently, I think they're like seventh right now. Um, it, unless like injuries happen to this team. They won't, but if injuries, if no injuries, they're going to be fine, which I don't, doesn't even sound realistic, no injuries, because, you know, there's just teams that just be like, let's just rest or this or that. But if they can just remain, you know, just, just a little bit just healthy, keep Jimmy and Tyler there, this team was going to be a top six seed. And against the Celtics, I know it's early, we beat the Celtics. Miami beat the Celtics already. You know, it, it, was, um, it was a good game. And honestly, it's crazy because we were just talking about this a few episodes. Celtics, they look beatable. They haven't been playing great, but that's another story. That's that 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 day. That's a whole another story for us for us to get into, man. But no, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I I definitely I definitely like that take. Yeah, because I, I I just keep kind of going back and forth because I mean, uh, for me, like I think you know Boston's clearly finishing on top. Cavs clearly finishing on top. The Bucks clearly finishing on top. Then and and then it gets it gets in the air because. Look, I think the Raptors have a chance to finish on better than them, but right now they're sitting at the at the 10th seed. The Knicks can do it, but we know the Knicks are just they they just love to lose at the end of the day. The 76ers, who knows if they're going to be able to they're, they're going to be able to stay it together. I know they're they're on this four-game win streak, but I I, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it it's kind of going back and forth, but at the end of the day, if I I'm not going to ride the fence. I'm going to go ahead and say that I, I I think they I think they ultimately do end up finish, finishing as a top six seed, but I think like the six seed. John, there's no way you're going to disrespect the Miami Heat like that, man. Did you just compare us to the Knicks in Toronto? First of all, the Knicks is on a six game winning streak, man. You better put I don't respect get, on the Knicks, man. Bro, they could be on a 20 game win streak, bro. No one respects the Knicks. No one cares about this bum Knicks team. All right. Now the Knicks are going to go on a 20 game win streak. Right. And then lose the next 20 and miss the playoffs. <laughs> That's just who the Knicks are. <laughs> like it is. It is Toronto's in an interesting pe- uh, place right now. You know why I say that? Because I actually made a video on my main channel the other day that they're negative right now, but they're a playoff team. Their roster is a playoff team. Facts. Right. They are. But it either can go up or it can go down. And if it goes down, there's going to be players that are going to be trading away like a Gary Trent. Maybe if a good team offers something for OG and Anobi, he might be gone. Fred Van Lee has been playing awful this season. So, hey, I, don't I, have, don't. I, I'll give that to you, my boy. I'll give that to don't, you, but, but it's crazy. Don't ever, don't ever compare the Knicks and the Raptors to the Miami Heat again, all right? Oh, man. But look, but look hey, but the Hawks, the Hawks got a real shot, though, too. I know they're struggling, but the Hawks got a real shot, too. Man, listen. Listen, bro. You just, just stop, bro. <laughs> Man, hey, my boy Trent, not feeling that, man. You're not feeling it. But 
All right, y'all, man. I, 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 I think this is a good place for us to go ahead and, and wrap it up here, man. We had a, a fun, fun, exciting episode, man. We know we talked about some news and updates around, uh, around the league, man. We had our, our first time all-star segment. We had our, you know, two brightest and, you know, two, two, two of the lowest teams had some, uh, had some game recaps. Um, so this is, it's a good episode, man. My boy Trent, you got any last words to say, uh, before we, uh, you know, skedaddle out of here. Listen, man. Go follow Clutch Talk on TikTok. Go follow Top Notch Hot Takes on TikTok. We're going to be uploading a lot of content, a lot of NBA moments, a lot of stuff like that. Um, you know, we're still we're still growing. We're still in the beginning process. But, you know, this is our third episode in, and I've been having it, you know, I'm, I'm probably new to the Clutch Talk community, family, and stuff like that. But we're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to expand, continue to have viral episodes out here. So make sure you check the TikTok out a lot because that's where I'm going to be a lot. And I'm pretty sure John wants to continue to grow that over there, too. Um, also, I do want to say, hope you all enjoyed this episode. Um, there's a lot of hot takes. There's a lot of stuff that I said that was crazy. There's a lot of stuff that John said that was crazy, like Evan Mobley being an MVP in the next five years. I'm going to be on that for a while, even when we get off this episode, because I just don't believe it. But, you know, I hope y'all enjoy it once again. I love y'all for real. Facts, man. Facts. I I, I, I want to I wanna emphasize that. We love y'all for real, for real, man. And just like just like how Trent said, man, I mean, yeah, this is the you know, third episode that we, that we come in like this, man. And, and just expect expect much, much more, man. Um, the the potential and the, and, the, and the roof is ain't no roof, man. <laughs> we don't we don't we don't blow the roof off this place, man. So we want all the smoke, too. If you all want to get in debates like, yo, facts. yo, I think we'll be pretty cool, John. If we get some like, you know, supporters on here and like we get a live debate, we like get we get us, we get a segment going. And then it's me and you versus two other supporters. Oh, hey, family out there. Hey, what do you, hey, are y'all ready to do that? Do y'all want to smoke? Because, I mean, look, me and Trent ready for the smoke. We know we about it. hoop. We, we, we know, we know. So is you ready for the smoke, man? I want, I want to let me know. Let me know in the comment section down below. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, man, as always, make sure you leave us the, a nice ranking, uh, five-star rankings, you know, five-star, five-star only um but yeah man like how trent said check us out on tiktok check us out on instagram uh twitter man where if you have this social media just look up clutch talk man you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see us man no for sure and we're about to end the episode but i do want to say you know i know times can be tough for some people you know it's holidays if y'all ever going through some stuff personally i know me like mental or just anything you can have always dm me man I, my dms are always open um I know it can get tough for some people nowadays. You know, life life is you know life can be tough. So if you ever need help, man, DMs are always open on Instagram and Twitter. And pretty sure it's the same for uh, John. Facts, man. Facts. We family, man. We a family. We you know what I'm saying. We it's a it's a it's a clutch talk family community, man. So y'all know what it is, man. DMs always open. Hit us. You want to talk? You want to get on the episode? You want to you want to debate with us? You 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 got a, you got a segment idea? Let us know, man. Let us know. But sure. uh. But if that's it, then we out of here, y'all. Let's talk out.